remove Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Get to hit me with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You're gonna fall now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man week. We come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. What's good, everybody out there in the world? You already know what it is. You got your three favorite guys from your favorite podcast, the Three Man Weave Podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode, episode 88. Whew, we getting deep in this thing. Um, it's your boy, B. Cannon, uh, your favorite guy. I'm here, and with me, as always, I got... You already know who it is. It's your boy, Hill. He'll go here regardless, baby. Let's get it. I thought my guy was in the froze. Yeah, he was a little delayed or something. Every week, man. I, I tell you. Every week, as soon every as we week. start. I'm, a, I, I'm telling is you, bro. It's, it's where I record. I got to. Go ahead. <laughs> is it episode 88? Is it? I believe so. Yeah. Episode 88. That's why I, I just hopped out there. I was, I was hoping it was. I believe so. Episode eighty-eight. Y'all know y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms. Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. I want to thank everybody on the YouTube viewership. I want to thank everybody on Facebook that's watching us right now. I want to thank everybody that's going to listen to us on the audio or the video playback. Mm-hmm. I want to thank all the supporters. Uh and we lit. And Eric definitely telling you to get better internet connection. AJ, step nah, your internet like, up. I'm on, I'm on the other side of the house right now. And so, like, because Chase downstairs, and, and you know Chase be wilding. So, in order mm-hmm. to cut the background noise out, I'd be, be upstairs so, you know, I, I can quiet pod. But mm-hmm. I get a lag pod. So, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to just start moving downstairs and you know we gonna have to we we gonna have to have some uh, baby screaming in the back back, but ain't nothing wrong with him. He just loud. So next episode, <laughs> I promise I'm I'm gonna have some good connection for just for you, Eric. <laughs> for all of and us, we got a really special guest today. You know. <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 so never mind. Hey man, stop hitting us asking us who we gonna have uh, <laughs> on on the show this week. You know we, we spoiled y'all for giving y'all back to back guests. It's your three favorite guys. It's yeah. okay. It's, yeah. it's it's okay to like us. You yeah. know it's okay to like us. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. It was you know it was funny. I I thought it was gonna be an issue with the back to back guests, but I'm definitely not. Uh, I'm definitely not gonna complain whatsoever. Special special shout out to Hugh Jackson. Special shout out to Arthur Motes. I want to mm-hmm. thank them guys again for you know joining us and it's gonna be it's gonna be some more. So yeah. you know just stay tuned. But right now you're getting us. <laughs> hey, we gonna give y'all the best that we got. And y'all, and y'all. When y'all show up, y'all are a part of the show. We can't do this without y'all. So 
Yeah. You know, we are the podcast of the people. This is what we do. So when you get us, it's more of y'all. When we bring in a guest, it's less y'all. So (laughs) got to have balance. Talk to him, Katie. Talk to him, Katie. Man. And then I do, I do want to thank everybody who, you know, y'all were very interactive. Yeah, y'all, that's a fact. Y'all gave us some really great questions during those interviews, man. So definitely we want to thank y'all for that as well. That, that was amazing. Like I say, teamwork made the dream work. We can't do this without y'all. Mm-hmm. Shit, so. we can. Shit. We can't do this without y'all. <laughs> I don't know what AJ talking about. He about to end up like Nate Rob. That's what he about to end up yeah. like Nate. Night, night, Nate. let us down, man. He let us down big time. But he learned a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. One. It's because they white, you can't beat them, bro. That's the one. That's one. I, I, that's I, I've, that's I've said that a lot of times. I said yeah. that a lot of times. But a lot of professional athletes always feel like because I went pro in something else, I'll just naturally be good in another sport because I'm a God-given athlete. Newsflash. Here's the thing. You can fight a mediocre boxer who's been boxing his whole life or for the last 10 to 15 years, and you can have all the natural ability you want and come in there and get knocked out by a boxer who always lose to other boxers just because this is his actual craft. He lives and breathes this. And, bro, when he seen how Nate opened up and, and, and throw his punches and leave his hand, he said, oh, this is this is a boxer's <laughs> dream. <laughs> and so it was like, it was nothing for him to, to, land, to land his shots and Nate learned the, the one lesson that y'all didn't mention that I learned. Getting hit with boxing gloves without headgear is unlike any other experience on this planet. I know how I feel. You know what's crazy? I thought you was going to say something different. I'm glad you did. I'm, he showed, because I, I believe Nate Robinson can actually fight. Like, Possibly, I, yeah. He I just came box. Exactly. Definitely, and he learned that yeah. lesson. But mm. I believe that we, if I had to go in, this, you know, in the, get in a squabble with Nate, Nate can hold his own. We can. Oh, get, absolutely. We can get absolutely. And I would, I would be proud that I got Nate on my side. And, but, and you know, and you know, you know why? You know why I know Nate can fight? Because how tall is Nate? Five ten, five yeah. nine. All his life he had to fight. Yeah. He, he's five. He's mm. five nine. Played college football yeah. and college basketball and went pro and five five nine Nate. He's had to prove all my life I had to fight. <laughs> so I know he can fight on the street, but it's different. It's different when you that are sweet in science. the ring. That, that sweet that shit, that shit that he that shit that he did to Jake Paul, that was a fighter going against a boxer. And guess what? You got your ass knocked out because a boxer gonna know, okay, I'm gonna find my range and I'm putting everything on your chin. Mm-hmm. And we all know. The chin is the ejecto button. Yep. It's going to take your legs right away. Yeah, so man. he got his ass whooped. And so don't ever push it again. Pugilist. It's the difference between a pugilist and a fighter. It's two different things. Spell that. <laughs> you, you spell it. I can't. So, so, so we're not going to stay this long, but let's talk about did the weight difference actually play a part? Because Chris Brooks said weight difference, man. Jake Paul Russell. 
he's saying so Jake Paul the, is the, the you know that bigger stature. The weight, the weight difference didn't mean nothing because he just hit him clean. Yeah, it wasn't, he wasn't like leaning on him. On each other. It wasn't holding. He yeah. just was he, he clocking him. It didn't it didn't go to the to the to the to the the championship rounds and he just been laying on him all fight to tire him out. He hit that motherfucker with eight punches. Okay, and I need this Facebook user to give StreamYard permission so we can see your name. <laughs> he didn't resort to training. He learned. He protected. He didn't protect himself at all. Let, let, let me let me jump let me jump in here real quick. Okay, you can you can't say he didn't resort to the training he learned because he wasn't. This ain't this ain't his craft. Not yeah. something that he's doing his yeah. entire life. The the real reason why we like look every single year we heard oh Tim Tebow fixed the storm motion. He came back in the game. And that motherfucker to his couldn't hit, he couldn't yeah. hit the bronze out of a motherfucking barn. You know yeah. why? Because I mean, that's something that he was been he's been doing his entire life. Nate been street fighting his entire life. He ain't been boxing his Looping entire punches. life. But, but hold, 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 hold on now. Once again, we gave we gave Nate credit for being actually they saying he can fight. Mm-hmm. No, nowhere in the world that you leaving your facial exposure in any fight. Bro, like your, your boxing stand. But the thing is, he might not guard it. It was, it was, but but his guard was not like that, number one. But it's also like you, you've been sparring with regular, now you're getting in here with a real boxer who's protect yourself at all times. They done said it, it's too late. And now you realize the speed of this man's hand and the speed of the way that you move and put your guard up is not adequate enough. So, like, like Sean Hurt said, it's a sweet science to it. So, it's like he could have tried every. Thing his trainer said he wasn't an expert at that stuff to AJ's point because he hasn't done it long enough yeah when when you watch a real boxing match and somebody gets dropped and they get back on feet with time left in the round what do they do they Hold. Clinch. yeah mm-hmm. they gotta survive what did mm-hmm. Nate do put his head down and try and throw more punches <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Cause that's he, what he knows. He knows. Exactly. That's all he knows. I guarantee you that ain't what they trained, though. What I'm, what I'm talking about was his stance. His stance was all awful from the jump. Yeah, like, it was wide. Because, I, and because I know for a fact, I'm giving his trainer some credit. I know his trainer's like, hey, come on, Nate. This, but like, but like AJ like saying, if you've fought a lot of fights in your life you Nate let's I'm just gonna round I'm gonna just assume as a black man Nate has had at least 20 fights in his lifetime 10 to 20 real fights you feel me mm-hmm. and now he has his first official boxing fight and you think when when the blows get defined he's gonna resort to his real fighting stance because he ain't boxed enough for that to have that muscle memory yet Bro, you just Bro, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, I'm. I can't buy the reach play the difference because it's like he just like like whooping him on the outside. Nate was charging him and everything. The yeah. and the, it wasn't the, like he beat him the, a long time. It's a straight exactly. Blow. And, and 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 the the final knock like he hit him with that overhand right. Nate was charging in. It wasn't like he you know was he like taking some perfect. taking like some straight rights and stuff like that. He was just beating him up from distance. No, they was like they was. They was close. Like he was, like he had a hook. I mean, up. I believe it was some short range punches. So I don't think the reach played a difference. Yeah. I just <laughs> think that. I just, just the, it was the expertise. That shit definitely yeah, played a difference, bro. That was the reason why Nick was rushing him because he didn't have the reach. Probably, that probably, okay. uh, when you put <laughs> it like that, that I can I can see that point. That's a you're not oh, see, you're not short, bro. Like you're not short, and 
obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest right now. You're not short. So most of the people that you fought, either you've been, they, you know, they haven't been that much taller than you. Mm-hmm. Their reach haven't been that much crazy. Mm-hmm. Like you're not fighting Jack. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? You fighting I, people I, in, at your height. Yeah. Like I'm I, short. I've had to rush a, a few people, or if no. not, I'm getting snuffed. Like, but, but here's my thing: rushing and boxing don't work, especially if your hands are at your belly button. That's two different. That's two different things, though. You're saying though, that's two different things. It, it, he had to rush him because he didn't have the reach. You feel okay. Jake Paul? Hey, okay. hey, put that hey, comment. Okay. Put, put put that comment up there. Tell Sean and look, I'm going all the way back to childhood for that one, man. Bro, I just about you got up. you got about twenty of them, bro. You get at least ten. Bro. You get at least ten of them by the time you ten. Come that on, is a man. lot of fights, bro. Bro, it is. Bro, hey, you, didn't have a, you, you didn't have about two fights a year in elementary school. Let me ask you this, Cannon. Do you add? Do you add the amount of each person that jumped you? Because if if I count every person that jumped me, I can I, be. About I've 20. only I've only been jumped once, and it was only two people, and they lost. So it's like I have I don't know. Uh, but what I'm saying is, like in elementary school, I wasn't trying to get into a lot of fights. But it's like I got, a, I, I got, I got, I got suspended at least twice a year for I fights. Count, and then count, you fought your, the your brothers, and I'll count the cousins. cousins, cousins so I'm saying you, twenty. Like 13, that's that not a bad up. number. Is twenty a bad number? If you think about that's a high number, bro. Think about fights. You ain't you've you've been in at least ten here. I probably you damn near different. fought me three or four times. I'm different. So, so you ain't got what, bro? You're that just an average it. person. <laughs> that, no, 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 no. Cause that don't make it. That don't make it right. Like me. I'm me, not saying this right. is. I'm not saying this is right. I'm just saying Nate probably done. All right. Well, I say let's bro, give him ten. He didn't have ten fights. Me having twenty is understandable out of the three of us right here. <laughs> you having twenty is wild. Well, that's that's like, crazy. No, because before, like, I'm reserved now. That's the thing. Like, I used to be an argumentative person, and no, as a, and, and as a kid, and that's the reason why I'm reserved now is because I, I got to the point where I don't want to fight no more. <laughs> Relax. <Eric. laughs> you got slap box jump. <laughs> hey, Eric, how tall are you? That now he said. He said, definitely rush me, though. That's the part that took me. <laughs> yep. is, is Eric taller than you? Yes. Oh, Eric, well. Eric, Eric may be taller than you, I believe. God damn. Yeah, Eric may be tall, taller than you. But <laughs> we didn't win. Right. I'm going to tell you what you're not about to do, Eric. Wait, to come in here like Jake Paul, like, hey, we still the host of this, just to let you know. Hold Keep on, those what? comments. I miss what, uh, I miss what, oh, yeah, speaking of Jake Paul, Eric did say, Jake Paul talking crazy too now. So look, he, I, he, but here's oh, my thing. He, hey. he is talking tough. But I know y'all at least got in one fight a year at school. So that's 12 coming out of high school. Nah, I couldn't because I know. Bro, I'm telling you, if I got into a fight, that means I'm getting into another fight when I yeah, get home and I can't throw no punches. That's no. Oh that's, yeah, because of you. If I get yeah. if I get into a fight, I gotta come home and my mama gonna whoop my ass and I can't fight. Her. I got whooped at home, but no. Ask Alvin. Alvin normally be in this. Ask Alvin. I got into a lot of fights, bro. I was a dude that, bro. I fought at the bus stop. I, I fought, oh, I did too. I, I fought, fought my next door neighbor, my best friend. Uh, oh, I done fought so, all them. Yeah, but it still ain't twenty. It might no. be. It, we might be. Like I'm, t- I'm twenty plus for sure. 
Shit. I just well, fought. My, I fought. I fought my brothers, bro. Like we fought a lot. We fought a talk lot. Talk to him, Floyd. Me, 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 and Edder fought like every weekend. But outside of that, I I got into maybe you know I got into a couple fights in high school, and then I got jumped twice in L.A. and then I got jumped at JMU. And now that you that's five that right here. Look, yeah, that's five in your adulthood. Shoot. Oh, sure. You start acting like you ain't now. Go you now. Let's think about third grade. You don't. You, you don't even recollect that. But, but that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't care. Like if I wasn't a teenager. I oh, okay. Don't All right. So if you start from a teenager, then I take away the twenty. I said when Sean first yeah, said that. Life, I yeah. said from your whole life, and that's why I said. So that's why I said Nate reverted back to that. You feel yes. me? He reverted back to that because he's been doing that his whole life. So, as a man, no, Nate should not be in 20 fights. But I'm just saying, since he's been, oh, my win-loss? I'm I'm about 12 to 10. I ain't going to lie. I took some L's, especially um, my cousin Ty. And I will say, one one fight, I fought a white boy, my my homeboy Bobby Dodd. He he be up here in the group. I fought him three times growing up. And, um... I won once, he won once, and we draw once. But okay, Tyson Fury and Wilder. That, that, that was the most like that. He was he was my hardest match because nobody will ever jump into those fights and break it up. So me and him will fight for like five or six minutes. So like we was really we was really winded. And the one time that he did win against me, he threw sand in my eye. So I really don't count that one. But <laughs> talk to it. Hey, but, but he got me, and it was on the sandbox, and that was that was fair. Fair is fair, cause I would have done it to him. I ain't gonna lie. If I had I a chance, I better pick at you. But say, yeah. y'all keep playing. Ain't, 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 ain't no way I'm fighting for five minutes. I can't even have sex for five minutes. Bro, this was home. back in the day, and and I was and I was gassed. And another dude, I took an L on that same playground. This big dude named Chubb, he stole my football. It was a Merlin Turps football. My mom said, if you don't bring that football home, that's your. So mm-hmm. I, I said, look, Chubb, you gotta get my football, man. And um, I tried to take it. He, he, he hit me, and then I tackled him down, and I had him on the ground, and he reached up and did one of these joints, which is like the wackest punch of all time, just a bing, just like that. But it hit me. It hit me. Dead, no, it hit me dead in my eye, bro, and I started seeing two of him. Um, and so he, he ended up getting the best of me. And, and, then, and then look, and so Cannon ended up fighting him later for my football, and Cannon broke his nose. Cannon was undefeated. Like, I'm trying to tell you, like, he had a one-hitter quitter, like, like from Fight Club. And every time it was dead accurate, he broke three noses, bro, all on the first try. Can we get to... Can we get to the real fight this weekend? I mean, our fights was better than that, but we can get to that one. We get to the uh oh you talking about Spence? I thought you were talking about Tyson because they talking oh, yeah, about Tyson. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hell no, we just going straight to Spence. We got all right. <laughs> let's get to it. We got a real fight this weekend. Uh, championship on the line. Mm-hmm. Earl Spence Junior returns. Danny Garcia. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Man, Man I, I'm I'm really interested to see how uh, Spence come back from this accident because bro, like like we we've all seen this accident, you know. My man, he got to be thankful just to be alive. Mm-hmm. So to hop, to hop, to hop back in the ring like this, I know yeah. he's taking time, but real interested to see how he looks because not only, you know, ring rust, ring rust is a thing, but sometimes I think it gets overblown. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that it's gonna play a, a part, but 
just knowing how Nate Garcia is, I think that Spence is going to get the fuck. Like he's going to win it, but I don't think he's going to look dominant. And I think I think those early rounds are going to. Could it depends on which Danny shows up. I'll, I'll get to that. No, I get I, I get that. I just don't think that me seeing what I've seen from Danny throughout his career. Yeah. When it comes to when it yep. when it comes to the money, like the mm-hmm. like when it like he's when the lights are on, he's been a when it's, when it's game when it's game time when this is your shot mm-hmm. to prove that you belong in the conversation. Yep. I, I've always seen him come up short. He did so not show I, up against Sean Porter at all. Ex- Sean exactly. Porter then, dominated that and, man. And then Spence, Spence shouldn't. Spence is not your normal welterweight. Mm-hmm. Spence could Spence could go up, yeah, for a class or two, mm-hmm. and still be competitive with his size that he has. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think, like, I think that he'll be able to lean on along with you know that power that he has, um, and I think if he if he goes to the body. He can. I don't, I don't see uh, early to mid round knockout. I don't even know if I see him knocking Danny like out. I just think he's going to drag him into the late rounds and really start to get in his groove in his the late clean rounds and, and, and then start taking some of those rounds in the end. So I think it's actually going to be a really competitive fight just because of you know Danny being Danny. He's not just going to go out easy, but I think Spence towards the end is going to just pull it away. Can I um? Where we got Sean Hurt said, Danny Garcia, Spit should have took a tuna fight. And then we got another Facebook, I, uh, Facebook I, user. I agree Sean with Sean. Could, Sean could Kenny be right, though. Fight. Now, and I'm going to say why. Uh, let me go. I'm sorry, Kenny. Um, I believe that he shouldn't have took a tuna fight. That's why I'm commending him for this. Because they're both going to have ring rust. COVID save actually saved. Errol Spence, yep. in my opinion, because yeah. this fight would have been a lot sooner yeah, that's than it was supposed to be. And he, I mean, he said he'd been ready. I, I seen his interview on All the Smoke. He'd mm. been ready. He'd been taking blows to the face, so he feels that he yeah, can I'm handle a punch. And everything is cool till you actually do get punched in the face. But I do feel that the All COVID the ribs, limit, pushing it back, them pushing it back, actually benefits Errol Spence' recovery in this sense. We haven't that's seen a good great Danny Garcia in a while. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have to deal with ring rust as well. So mm-hmm. this a tune-up fight, yeah, it might have been beneficial, but the fact that I like, I respect Errol Smith so much is because this is how you really truly do a get-back season. You take a quality fighter mm-hmm. that you probably would have dominated in without the accident. If mm-hmm. they didn't fought right after the accident, we would have had him beating the brakes off Danny Garcia. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. So now you take a Danny Garcia, a credible fighter, right after your accident, and you actually fight. This is the true definition of get back season. We ain't ducking no smoke. Man down, Earl Spence. Let's go. No, I, I wholeheartedly feel you on that. I definitely, um, I definitely feel you. Yeah, and you know, and by tune up, I, I get what you're saying. I think as far as a tune up, I don't think Spence should have hopped in with some of the other upper echelon 147 right off the accident. So. It, technically, him being the king of the hill at 147, anybody that's not in tier A can kind of be considered a tune up. Mm-hmm. Dan is kind of like that B level welterweight. So, I mean, it's it's a challenge, but it's one of those fighters where. But I'm he just he just now. was A level prior to the Sean Porter loss, and and so my thing about Spence. I don't, I don't know. 
I mean, he was he was the he was he was up for everything. Like he could have got he could have took whatever fight he wanted prior to that loss. Like he he didn't have a lot of loss. So and that was just like the that was like the the it was the Keith Thurman that was a questionable loss. And a lot of people was like, okay, you lost the Thurman, but we felt like Danny was in that fight. But everybody knew that Sean Porter won a Danny Garcia fight. It was no controversy. He clearly won it. And so now. You put him like, okay, I don't really want Spence to to fight Danny Garcia. Like Hill said, if it was in a perfect world and there was no accident. Now, what I will say, um, when I was in 11th grade, I was in a car accident. It flipped six times. I broke my pelvis. I know about being on that pavement. And what I will say as a man, as I was healing up and I'm getting off crutches and stuff, I'm telling everybody I'm good. But I will tell you for real, for real. It was about five or six years until, like, my, like, there was, I couldn't feel certain parts of my face for a long time just because of the impact, like, when I slammed into the, slammed into the window. And, like, my lip and that, all that just used to be numb for, like, mad years after that accident. And it's, you, you feel me? So, it's like, it really changed me. It changed a lot about me now. I'm not no world star athlete, but what I will say is I kind of agree with Sean when I felt like, you know, I hate tune up fights here, but I don't feel like this is a typical injury. This is not like, oh, Keith Thurman, I had elbow surgery. It was, I was supposed to have the surgery. I did my training. I should be back now. This is injuries all over his body. Some of those injuries weren't accounted for, and some of them he didn't even tell a doctor about. Same thing with me. I didn't, there was no point for me to tell a doctor, like, I if I touch right here, I can't feel nothing. Like, what they going to do about that? It's nothing. I was just glad that my face healed. And so, let me, let me just say this. I understand why y'all don't like tune-up fights. But one thing, like I always told you before, it's not like a, another sport where, you know, you kind of have other people to kind of spell you and take a break. No, from I get you. it. This is, this is boxing. I respect you. If, if you're not 100% right, it's possible that you are going to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I, I don't mind the tuna fight to get in there and say like, okay, is my body right? Can I, can I still produce the same hand speed or the same power? Or will my legs get tired? Will, will I still be able to take a punch? Because mm -hmm. I haven't taken a punch and I don't know how long. Since I landed on concrete. Exactly. Not, and not mm -hmm. even just concrete. Since like I got off the table, like, mm -hmm. like, like you brought up Keith Thurman. Say if Keith Thurman's in this in a fight and he just had elbow surgery, mm -hmm. what's what's one thing that people do to get you to lower your hands? If they can't get to you, mm -hmm. they gonna hit your elbows. Yeah, they gonna hit your arms. Mm -hmm. Like can I can I withstand that and still protect myself? So I don't mind a tune-up fight. There's it's a difference between a tune-up fight and bad, ducking. Man. Yeah, absolutely. I don't understand. I don't. I I don't just. I don't just like tune-up fights because I understand tune-up fight. I just like the fact how you go about some of your tune-up yeah, fights. Yeah, and I That's like how you went about this. Because I understand that people come off injuries and they on a minute restriction or they on a snap count. Mm -hmm. So I understand that aspect. But don't come and be like, I'm not going to go in a whole long change about Keith Thurman because what's the point? Um, It's been proven. But it's like <laughs> the way that he went about it was just wrong. And I just didn't. I didn't agree with the way he went about that. Yeah, because like the, the, the reason why, I, I, and I'm 100 with you. The reason why I'm with you is because 
he was still cocky. And I understand because he still had a belt. He still had a belt. But my whole thing is, don't but be cocky went on and then say, super, I'm waiting. Super like, avoidance, right? Yeah, and, so, and and you don't like Devin Haney, but Devin Haney had shoulder surgery and came out and fought Gamboa, which is one of his on, his his toughest opponents yet. Now you know I'm just, you know I'm messing with you, oh, bro. Okay. But okay. Now, but no, okay. I'm just that's to my point. Okay. Like it's about how you go about it, right? Here? So it's like Devin Haney had the surgery. He could have said duck and, and play around and take these these contenders because he got a belt. But he said, Nah, I want I want a real contender. Somebody that all of these other people have fought and know is a tough is a tough win. Like Jared, like Jared Hurd, he had an injury. He was on get back season, and he hey, made sure he should have took a tune up. But he he was he was in that. <laughs> he should have he should have fought a mechanic. But <laughs> but what I'm saying, what he but he made it known what he was doing. Nah, he like, Listen, I I'm on him. get back yeah. season. I'm on get back season. I'm trying to work my way up. And he ain't throwing no punches. You. He ain't throwing no punches. It didn't work out in his favor. I get that, but I understood what he was doing. He wasn't just like Keith Thurman at every press conference talking about, "Oh, I can knock you out." I can yeah, you, I can and then wouldn't take like, no fights. Yeah, they wouldn't take no. Oh, oh, now. Yeah, I didn't like that. Keith Thurman was on a media tour. That's what my issue with the get back season with, and that's why. But like I stated, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah, my whole thing is just saying where we just like because I was just like, yo, I understand him not fighting nobody. Right now, so we gonna wait to the result to see what where they go from now, or what you mean? What, are we gonna wait to the result of the fight, uh, keep of it Spence and Garcia fight to see where they go from here, or are we gonna go now with it? So, so Let's I go got now. Spence. Yeah, I got, I got Spence, and I think uh, Danny Garcia will fight AB after he loses. Now, I got, I got Spence also, but like I told him. I'm not writing Danny off because I used to be a Danny fan, but I had what the Danny that I was a fan of. I haven't seen him. I, I, I haven't that. seen I that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that dude. So it's like that. What you did against Thurman, what you did against Sean Porter. It looked like a guy just trying to get paid. Now I've been watching some of the videos and it looked like he's trained hard for this fight. But here's the thing with video: they can make. They can make me look like I trained hard. So it's like, come on now. So it's like, I'm not going to believe it till I actually get in there. What I will say is that Spence Porter fight, I saw two fighters, two boxers in there really putting it on the line. And I hope that this Danny Garcia fight could live up to that because Danny had promise. And one thing that Danny does have that you can't take away is power. And with Spence coming off of, you know, that brutal accident, we don't know how it is going to be for him to get hit with power. We saw Sean Porter hurt Spence a few times, um, probably more than we ever seen it. So he's human. You know, it's possible. So, you know, I just hope Danny's focused. I hope we get a good fight because I feel like I'm going to have to pay for this fight. And I don't want to pay for trash. I really don't. <laughs> Thank why, you, Eric. Why, why is that funny? No, this is that, funny. Oh. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> because it went exactly with what you said. He like, yeah, the videos made. 
that's what, it looked good. Yeah, it looked that's good. what made it funny. I yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that, that's a fact. Because the videos can you, they could <laughs> they put montage, they edit it, got you sweating, pumping yeah. iron, make daddy look like really that was bro, five they, minutes. They, you feel me? They, <laughs> they put they put together a highlight tape and made Dragon Bender look like a top five draft pick. <laughs> they can make anybody look good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they can make hey, them highlights a lot to you. Them highlights a lot to you, boy. I tell you. Um, I got Spence as well. Um, it's it's gonna go. You gonna get the decision. Uh, like you said, ring rust is real, but both of them are gonna have to deal with it. Like you said, um, Danny Garcia does have power that you can't take that away from him. He can't hit you. True. And like you said, uh, you ain't been hit in the face for real, Spence. Mm-hmm. So you know, so you might have been ready. You might have thought you was ready. You know, sparring is different. Yeah, it is. You know, sparring That's is different. Fact. You're going to get hit, and I'm, I want you to see if you can take that punch. I believe that you can take the punch, and it's real. Uh, I hopefully I agree with you, um, AJ. Uh, Danny's definitely going to take um, AB. That's going to be a good payday for him, a good you know, tune-up fight for somebody else. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think Smith's going to move up after this. I'm done with I don't want nobody fighting AB, man. I'm done with AB. But it don't, it, it, like, that Garcia fight, that Garcia-AB fight, quiet as his cut. Is gonna make money because they both are gonna pr- promote. Yeah, they can Danny promote. Pops. Yeah, they can Danny promote. Pops and then AB in a fight, just yeah. the trash talking alone yeah. is going to be able to sell yeah. that fight, and we're gonna watch that and be like, "Mm-hmm." But the build up to it is gonna be so good, you can be like, "Okay, okay," because they both gonna sell. They both can sell. Both camps can sell a fight. Uh, I believe that I want. I mean, me personally, I want to see Spence versus Terrence Crawford. I want to see that. I, well, I, I, don't, don't, I don't think that will ever happen. I told you. I've given up on it, bro. And, and now, that's and now, move up. but Bud, Bud is on the outs with with Bob Arum, uh, and so if Bud can follow through with that and leave, you know, Bob Arum Promotions. We might see that fight, but I, it's just not in Bob Aram's best interest for him to. I've been listening to AJ, and it, as much as I don't like it, it's a blueprint. And Bob Aram's not new; like he's been around since Don King. This is his mo. So it's like, why would I think that he's gonna put his top fighter against another promoter's top fighter? That's not his mo. So it's like. If he does put him against another promoter, it's going to be his lesser fighters. Sorry, not going to take your... Don't want my prize dog against your prize dog because if my prize dog lose, then how am I going to eat? And that's Aram Stankin'. I think the big... I think what will be the next super fight... What do you mean, Sean? What do you mean, Crawford? He's, is, he's at 147. He's, he's already at 147. Yeah. He's at 147. He's a welterweight because he wants Spence, but yeah. the reason why I don't think I don't think he's gonna get like I don't think he's gonna get Spence because as much as he wants him, once again, like I said, Spence is not your like he's not a he's not at one forty seven. Like this is move up. I still will have Bud. I still got Bud and, and, and man, but I just if it was them two, I'm taking Bud. And I know Spence is a bigger guy, but I just feel like if Spence make weight, Bud can win. But here's my thing. I've seen I've seen. And I know they're not the same. I know they're different fighters, and Bud is more aggressive. 
But at one forty-seven, I well, think it's ready to be, end it. it he gonna end it, it. it. But no, I think I think it'll be similar to that Mikey Garcia Spence fight, where it's just he's too much. I don't think so. Bud ain't that bro, small. I, he bro, he, he came. He came. He came up. Mikey Garcia defense. Nah, nah, I know that, but I'm just saying, like Bud been fighting at one forty-seven a lot, so it's like Mikey. That was his. That was his. That was that was his first fight. Like you should have never. You should have never jumped up and fight the best in the class. That's that was just dumb. But to Mikey's point, Mikey was on a long layoff and he needed to pay that. He hadn't gotten paid in two years when he took that fight. So I would have took it too if I could have promoted it. But I think he knew deep down that he couldn't beat Spence. Just too big for him. But Bud has been at this weight longer, so it's like I feel like he could have a legitimate shot. From some of these talks, it seems like obviously Spence ready. He's trying to work his way up to get Canelo. And oh, that's and don't do that. Don't and, do that, Spence. That's, and, and that's what I was about to say when don't Eric put this in here. Don't do Tank that. And, Tank and Ryan Garcia is not a super fight. That's not. Spence and Canelo is going to be a super fight. I don't like, want to even see that, though, because that – I don't, you're not that big, Spence. Like, you are a big guy, but – that 160 is different, bro. Because Canelo walking around at 175, 180. Exactly. He will find out. I think he will find out before. Canelo hit like a heavyweight, bro. Let's let's he be will real. find out beforehand. And he going to have to take some fights before, you know, before Man, they get you better. But that's you better. I, I don't me personally, I don't know who's I don't know who's two. That's two weight classes. But this, I'm gonna say like this. I'm gonna say like this. The difference from like a feather up to welter and stuff like that versus welter up to middle middleweight just middleweight is completely different because once you get up to 154 they killing you bro it's that like the power exponentially grows the charlos and the re- and and and, and, I, and i'm not like the charlos i'm still iffy on them but spence because they, because they all from Texas, he wouldn't fight the Charlos. And that's, and that's why would, he don't want to go to one fifty four. But Canelo is not the, it's not a smart career play. Because, 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 because for Canelo, it's not smart for Canelo to come down back to one fifty four. Oh no, no, if not anything, at all. Canelo's I'm gonna at stay 160. at. I about to say Canelo's gonna stay at one sixty. You come Canelo, up. You come up. Because Canelo, he can go above one sixty, <laughs> but Canelo ain't going back down to one fifty four. So Canelo is to, a big dude. Y'all could try and do a catch weight somewhere in the middle, but Canelo's never Canelo, Canelo's not fighting. I don't like catch weight fights. So I, I, hate so I got a question. So I got a question for y'all. So who's the big, who's the bigger fight for for Canelo? Out of, out of who? Okay. Out of who? Period. Spence, Spence is would be a super fight, like AJ said. That That's is probably the biggest fight in boxing if they could do it now. Well, not no, now because no, no, no. he's fighting Garcia next year. Or, or a year and a half because they're in, a, they're in their prime. But Canelo's been in this prime for a few years now, so it's like, how long is this prime going to last? So and it's like, it has asking. to happen in the next year and a half. And But that's definitely a super fight, like AJ so said. AJ, because I got, I got an explanation for why I asked that. So, I mean, we all know, like, He's went up and he beat the he beat the shit out of uh, Sergey Kovalev. It was an older it. Sergey Kovalev. Don't matter. But I think you know this this Callum Smith fight is going to be pretty good. But yeah. 
you know, there, there's people out there like you got uh, Boo Boo Andre. You got, you know, I think the the Charlo brothers will get him money, but it's not going to be his. Like, it's not going to be tough. For nah, Can- I don't Canelo, want to see Charlo Can- and Can- yeah, Canelo. Can- Can- Canelo, he too, he too polished for all three of He's them. He's polished. Did you, man, his last fight, the way his defense, he, he was looking like Floyd, the way he was dodging punches and not letting nothing hit him. So what y'all just told me, nobody's going to be a bigger draw for either one of these individuals than oh, each other. That's what, well, that's what I said. That's why I said this is going to be the next super fight, not Tank and Ryan Garcia. But, uh, but uh, to, nah. to Hill's point, I mean, to Cannon's point, Cannon is like, I don't really want to see it yeah, because yeah. of yeah. how how polished and the power that Canelo brings. Now, there was a canceled Canelo fight, and it, it escapes me right now, but that was a good fight. It was a good fight. And I can't I, remember who it was, was it? but it was before he broke with the zone. And they were supposed to have it. They had just agreed to a fight, and it was supposed to be a good fight. Now we know this next fight is is pretty much Canelo all the way. But my thing about this fight, right, is Spitz has a connection with Jerry Jones. Yeah. AT&T Stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, we're in the pandemic right now, but once the pandemic is over and he's already been putting fans in the stadium, he just had 30,000 yeah. at Thanksgiving. Yeah, and so, it's a vaccine coming out. They're trying. They're going to pack this building. Like, he's going to try to pack a building out. Pack like with vaccinated people. But who are you going to pack that? I'm if you if they fight Canelo and Spence, they're going to pack that building out. That's money for everybody. And the pay per view is probably going to be the most viewed fight. Ever. So I'm at, so, so I'm asking. So so I'm asking. Okay, boom. Spence just had this um, accident. What is his end game? Is he ready for his paydays and ready to get out? Because he changed his method. He, he said he, that he wants method. he wants to unify. He wants to be the undisputed welterweight champion of the world before he conquers other divisions. That's what he's not, he said. He's not ducking no smoke, but he's also been taking big, big. He want big money fights. Yeah. So, so, so he's so gonna yes. fight Pacquiao before the accident. So. Yeah. What I'll say, the biggest the biggest fight in boxing right now would be Canelo Alvarez versus Errol Spence. But for Canelo, the best possible fights was the fight that Canelo possibly had with Caleb Plant. At that's, that's so, Why didn't you with, just say that when I asked it, bro? It would be Caleb Plant at super thank, middleweight thank or, that's or fight, at... Bro. Or at light heavyweight at the division that he beat Sergey Kovalev with Arthur Beef. That's those a good fight. Those two fights won't sell as much, but they'd be better fights for Canelo. But Caleb, so, Caleb Plant is definitely on his way and might have the best chance to maybe defeat Canelo right. compared but to anybody thing, else. But the thing is, it's not going to be Canelo the most. Uh, you broke up. He said this one will get Canelo the most money. I don't think oh. Canelo has. Oh yeah, but why it would have worked under the 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 zone agreement? But now it's messed yeah. up. So now yeah. he's on a fight per fight basis. So now he got to get all the money he can. Now it doesn't make sense. So, uh, well, like I said, uh, Eric, if you're still in here, uh, you said you had a question for us. So definitely, it's this is your time to shine. While we wait for your question, uh, we had a. Uh, uh, it's not a blockbuster trade, but we had a B 
speak. It's blockbuster. It's blockbuster. Come on, it's don't, a, don't, don't. It's, it's, like, it's it was, it was like Hollywood. It was like Hollywood videos. Y'all had Hollywood videos? <laughs> yeah, we had. That didn't last long, though. Yeah, it was about two years. <laughs> yeah, that thing didn't last long. But okay, we got Russell Westbrook traded John Wall, and uh, how do we feel about it? We did, we expressed ourselves. I, I, but I've had time. I, in Houston I've had is time. Lit. Okay, I've had, I've had time now, and I, and I, I think I like the I like the move for both teams. Mm-hmm. I think both teams come away better than they were this year. Wizards, especially because Wall didn't play, and the the year before that, I just felt like we, you know, that's when we were going to Wizards games. Hill, mm-hmm. I felt like Wall was becoming disinterested. Ever since old boy got paid before him, was it Reggie Jackson got paid before Wall and he was insulted? He's he's really been wanting out of DC kind of since then. Um, so it's like last year it was clearly Bill's team, you know, despite the injury. You bring in Bill and Russ. Can it work? I don't know. But I like that maybe better than Wall and Bill. Um, now, Harden and John Wall, I feel like that can really be crazy. Um, if you have a good coach that can make it work, I feel like that could be crazy because that's two very, very talented guards. Um, Wall can hit the deep ball. Harden can hit, hit the deep ball. Wall can't be stopped with the ball in his hand. You see what I'm saying? And Harden is, is an ISO monster. I just feel like that that could be one of the toughest backcourts, you know, but it's it's still to be seen what else they do with the rest of their team. And like I said, their personalities make them need a legitimate coach. Is Silas that? We don't know yet. I'm rooting for Silas because I like his pops, you know, and, and I'm just keeping it in the family. But I, I don't know. I don't know. So, But I do think both teams get better. So I think it's a win-win, and it's some excitement for DC because we needed somebody. And Westbrook is a good name. I know AJ not high on Westbrook, but I feel yeah, like I this, I'm go before him. <laughs> this might help revitalize Westbrook's career. And you know, Westbrook was better with a chip on his shoulder. Well, we had um, Westbrook is is just a good teammate. It's just it is what it is. Like he got that bad narrative because that's just how the media does, mm-hmm. but. Is he's been a good teammate, and his counterpart has has eight yep. playing beside him. Mm-hmm. KD won the MVP playing beside yep. him. Paul George was in third in the MVP race with him. Um, Harden only averaged two points less with Westbrook. Yep. Like like he's averaging double digit assists, so he, he's not just the 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 temperamental angry ball hog that everybody's really just trying to. Yes, he has a hundred percent motor, and he doesn't know how to stop that motor. Mm-hmm. That's that's him. That's yep. his game, but. His team, his counterpart always eats. And mm-hmm. the way that Bradley Bill ascended last season mm. is only going to make him better because it was Bradley Bill and them. Yeah. Like, it's us and them. Now they got somebody mm-hmm. that they can respect. You're going to still respect Westbrook. If you don't respect him, he's going to go by you. So mm. it, it is what it is. They're going to um, – they're not going to make – I mean, the, the roster is not that great, but they can make the playoffs. They can, they might possibly, depending on the matchup, they may make some noise. They, yeah, it's you know, possible. Anything's it's possible. possible. You get in the dance and cut the music on, Come like on, my bro can say. Come on, you man. know. <laughs> with with Houston, I like Houston on paper. I yeah, like it on paper yeah. because of 
the paper. <laughs> but my only thing paper is, boy, is Harden going to paper. allow? Is he going to allow Wall to play his game? That's why I say you need a good coach. And yeah, that's why we're on the same page about Silas. You need to take him to the take him to the side and say, "Listen, we need you to take me to the. We need you to expand your game. We need you to play with the within the system." We need you to get others more involved in this ISO game that you got going on. Everybody standing around looking at you. That's not winning basketball for us. It hasn't worked. We need to try something different. Let Wall work with you. Wall is going to pass you the ball, bro. He's going to pass like, you that ball. And you, know you just like to shoot. So if you're a shooter, why not just spot up, bro? You know, or you know, come down some down screen. Yeah, come you, down some down. Just run the offense. You're, You're going to cook. Yeah. We know you're a prolific scorer. Mm-hmm. We're going to let you cook. You're going to get the ball. If Boogie's healthy, now they actually have yeah. Yeah. A, a formidable lineup. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are not under, under they're underestimating the signing of Christian Wood. Yeah, they that are. Boy was, uh, that boy yeah, was he, underrated he can ball, man. Yeah, nah, in he, Detroit. He, he talk, yeah. talk, talk. No, I like, I like a, Wood. They have a versatile team now. If they're healthy, if they're, healthy they're going to be formidable to do something that makes some noise. Do, do I have the winning? I'm, Hell no. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm impressed, man. That was some that's that was some real NBA analysis right there. I be trying, bro. Nah, I be trying, bro. Now I'm gonna pass the ball to AJ. He can tell you um <laughs> Westbrook can't shoot. <laughs> that's all he's gonna say, bro. And I see some articles saying that as that made me sick to my stomach. But go ahead, AJ. He is the most inefficient pull-up shooter in the fucking league. Like, bro, and that's my problem. Like, hey, you know what? Every like, yes, Hill. He has a bad narrative that he is a terrible teammate. He's not a terrible teammate. He's a great team. He's a terrible fucking pull-up shooter. And he likes to take pull-up jumpers at the most inopportune. <laughs> and so that's my that's my only issue. And that's why I say it's gonna be tough for Washington to look at this as an upgrade. Like on, on paper, it looks good because you have someone who's going average triple doubles and you put him with Bradley Beal, who is an ascending star, he can shoot and all of that. But when it's 37 seconds left in the fourth quarter and you are down two and Bradley Bill sitting in the corner, he watching Russell Westbrook come across the, the logo and take a pull-up three and breaks it. That's where I think things are going to be a little bit different. But, yes, you are going to win games. Yes, his counterpart gets off. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, those things that you don't necessarily see in the box score, mm-hmm. when you take it, when you take your shots, how your possessions in in a turnover that's dribbled off your foot while you taking it into triple coverage trying to drive it in the lane. Those don't necessarily like come I, up if you're still close in the game. Always so that's what I'm saying. Didn't play that way. He did not do things like that when he played with KD. He only got like that. I, I said it on one of our episodes. I don't remember. But if like, bro, if Harden's going to take 30 dribbles of possession and I finally get the ball, I'm jacking now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because I'm sick of this, bro. But if I get onto a real team and we have a game plan and a real coach, I'm a coachable player. We have seen that. We've seen it, right here. He, he didn't have it. He, 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 he reunited with Scott Brooks. Thank you. So, so he likes it, Scott Brooks, so it, it can that's going to play a part. And, 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 and here's the thing. We're also looking at a younger player. Westbrook is is growing. You're you're on your third team now. At some point, you gotta realize, like, do I want to keep doing what that hasn't worked for me? I might have to make some 
changes to my style of play or not necessarily my style of play, just my attitude towards my style of play. And I think if whoever, the, well, whoever, Scott. like yeah, Scott Brooks is going to tell him, like, listen, this is the way we're going to play ball. If he falls in line with that, I feel like it can work, man. Like, Wall didn't always listen. And, Wall, and pe people say Wall is coach, but Wall, Wall got into his funk and did the same type of stuff, too. He just shot a, a higher clip. So, you you were pleased, AJ. I won't, like, but he, because he, remember, Wall wasn't always an efficient shooter. He, he wasn't. Yeah, thank you. He got better. I'm glad you remember and, that, and, bro. And that's, and, that's my, and that's my thing. Westbrook is still an inefficient shooter, but still wants to shoot it. And so that's always that's just always been my issue. Because I think, I think, he I mean, couldn't get the rock, man. So he had he felt like he had watch. Watch when he gets the but rock in a normal flow. My, my thing is also it's a it's a point that I brought up when we had a supporter talk about Dame versus Russ, is a lot of those triple doubles are they kind of like the Ron triple doubles a while back that people complained about that he would drive to the lane. It, late in the shot clock, just kick it out. Yeah, know? I remember that. Somebody made it. Yeah. Like, so, so, so that's that's why it's like I don't know. And I was about to bring up Sean Point. Yeah, you know, change this game in year twelve. Like, yeah, that's bro. a little. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? If so you want to win, we're, we're, you you got to. We've seen people make changes late in their career. But yeah, we've seen people be stubborn as hell. We, too. we have. But, we have. But, but have, have have we seen people with the type of success that Russ has had? And still think he's the type of person that Russ is to change, because usually we'll see people change when it's just like, okay, I'm not the player that I used to be. So Russ still think he triple double MVP Russ. So are we gonna see that guy change? We. It remains to be seen. That's the million dollar question. So speaking of million dollar questions, sure uh, with it making the playoffs, the East got better. Okay. Okay, how did uh, uh, so Eric Eric hit us with his question. Can I okay. answer this real quick? Go ahead. Alright, so Eric asks, with the size of these contracts we are seeing these days, should athletes be obligated to give a portion back? I don't think especially, they should especially especially since a lot of the money comes from the people. Can nah. I answer this? Eric, have you ever asked a team owner to give their money back? <laughs> and that's what I was going to say. Why is it that we're putting this onus on the players? When those team owners, that one person has way more. Expon exponentially yeah. more than all of his players combined. And this is my thing. As far as anybody, it's your personal choice to give back, man. Listen, when 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 I if I go to a college and that's my alma mater, like whatever I decide to give back, that's that's my personal choice. Don't be upset if I give less than what you expected. Don't don't be too not humble if I give more. You feel me? You should be grateful either way because people don't have to give. And it's like like I agree with AJ 100%. We always put everything on a player. Like how come in America we don't hold the person responsible accountable? We always hold somebody else accountable. Goes back to my thing about Joe Pa. Uh, but <laughs> you were right about that hill. I want to 
I want to commend you online because I finally realized that, right? As a teacher, I am a mandated reporter, which means that if I witness abuse of any kind, like I got to report that. And that is the same like coaches and anybody that worked with in education. So Joe Paul was under that same thing. So it finally made sense. So I thought about that recently. I said, I got to I got to give him his props. So good. I don't feel it's nobody's obligated to do anything with their money. It's their choice. You earned it. You, you earned it. You was in the gym. I wasn't with you shooting in the gym. Come on, man. You know it, it's your it's your money. Now, if you want to be charitable, if you want to be charitable, do what you want to do with your money. That's your choice. But if you want to be Jason Pitts and don't spend nothing, not a dime. Then, then that's on you. I can't tell nobody how to spend their money or what they should do. You know, I would want you. Sometimes I would want you to go back and give to the community or do something for the community. But, but that's but, a want. But you're not. That's why you should anything. tax the rich at a higher rate than you tax my black ass. But, but why not? Why don't why 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 are we not asking for people who have more money to do more? Like AJ said, like why do we we that we always put it on the first person who makes it. The first person who made it ain't necessarily positioned good enough to give back because if he gives back, then guess what? He may go broke now. So it's like, why can't the person who's winning it all give back? Why can't Robert Kraft give back and Jerry Jones give back? And so here, here, here's and my thing. Snyder, why can't Snyder, Snyder give back? So they do give back. Specifically, they give back in a way that get them notoriety. Yeah. Say, hey, look at me! Mm-hmm. I gave back, but the amount of money that they still have is ridiculous. Remember, Cannon, you and I got into this argument when he said uh, as a Christian, Bill, <laughs> Bill, 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 remember when Bill Gates bought that yacht? Yeah, and I and that's when I was talking about like, yo, mm-hmm. we should there should be no such thing as a billionaire in this country. Yeah, we yeah. we. We kind of went back and forth on that. Mm-hmm. We disagreed because that's my thing. Like that, like all of these people in this country that are that are struggling, going through things, that are missing out on rent, they're taking money from us. They're saying, "Hey, donate to this research. Donate to this. Massage let's stop. Let, 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 let's let's end let's end uh, child hunger. Let's end." You know all of this shit. Let's you know get money into the to the school systems. The schools need more money. But yet, I go to work for someone who makes seven hundred thousand dollars a minute, but you paying me twelve fifty an hour. <laughs> that's not because that's the only way that they can make seven hundred thousand dollars a minute. Greed. But guess what? But guess what? If you pay me twenty five dollars an still hour, eat. you, can you still will eat. still you, like know. you would still make almost like two hundred, three hundred something dollars a minute. More than that, bro. Four hundred, five hundred. But but you dig what I'm but but you dig, dig what I'm saying. You, I now. dig what you're saying. And that's my thing. Like the fact that America has the highest amount of billionaires in this country, but yet it's still like when I drive like when I drive down through the city, I still people. I still see people on the street asking for money. Still, people still see people sleeping on the street. Mm-hmm. When you see people like and you Bloomberg, know, but you know why Bloomberg could have gave you know why? enough money to end homelessness and still be a billionaire. But you know why they don't? You know what billionaires' major mistake is? 
they're so far removed like once you get so far removed and you deal with stuff like that and you donate a large amount of money you don't give it to the people who actually need it you give it to some organization that claims they represent the people who actually need it and when you get to those organizations that's where you always get the hands in the pot doing the wrong thing because you talked about education how they always want to kick back money to education education is so corrupt as far as people yeah yeah exactly it never even makes it because the people at the top in education they put their hands and they take their money right off the top before it even gets down to my classroom so it's like i'm <laughs> investing in my classroom and the students in there not not no money from no other people and all of that and now with the kids not even being in school and them not eating school lunch and doing all of that like where is this money really going that's a bigger question Damn, let me tell you this when i when i was in high school i would have teachers saying hey look just turn your paper over because i can't give you another sheet of paper because i we i can't afford it mm -hmm. you have you yeah. have teachers yeah you have te you have teachers who are making thirty thousand mm -hmm. dollars a year and still have to buy everything, everything, paper, bro. crayons, mm -hmm. and all of the shit that goes on in their classroom. But yet we want to talk about oh millionaires, oh those oh, uh, Bill Gates just donated donated a hundred million dollars to this research. Do you know a hundred million dollars is, is a teardrop? Is less tear is less than a point percent of his income. Yeah, and that's my thing. We get so we get so enamored because. A hundred million dollars sounds large to us. If I give a hundred million dollars to the Bill Gates Foundation, that's not doing shit because guess what? Bill Gates can say, okay, I can write this off on my taxes. This is coming to my foundation and I can, you know, I can decide yeah, how this is yeah, going to I be divvied out. And what people fail to realize is billionaires give to other billionaires foundation mm -hmm. they never give the money to some, actually not not, not all billionaires there's some billionaires okay. that actually do give and get the money there so let's not bash okay. them all fuck them <laughs> i mean there's some, they, real, there's some they, real billionaires out there yeah i know i know they real because i know they exist but i ain't where wherever i've lived has never been been a, like affected the money that y'all gave has never hit my community, and I but will you, say, but, you know, but, it's a it's a, lo but it it's a be, large country. But it would be but selfish for me. Like I didn't get my student loans paid, but some of those Morehouse students and them, they got their student loans paid by a billionaire. I ain't mad at that, but and guess, I ain't. But guess on. what? Listen, I, but hold, hold on, just let me finish. And I know that's small for him, right? I know that's small for him, and I know that, but that's big for other people, AJ. So it's like I can't say because that's not me. And because he has more money left over, that that still was nothing. Because like we just prefaced this, he didn't have to do that at all. And so I would take a billionaire that's willing to do something like that over a billionaire that ain't willing to do nothing. Because there's billionaires okay. that don't give anything. Kenan. Okay, but here's my here's my point to you, Kenny. How much of what's the percentage that you're taxed? I know I'm taxed at a higher rate, but that's not his fault. No, 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 like, no, 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 Cannon. I'm taxed at 30%. Percent. I know okay, that. Okay, so Cannon, if that's, you were ta if you're taxed at 30%. I understand that. I'm not no, arguing no, no, with no, you no, 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 I'm no, not no, arguing no. with just, you about let me, taxes, let me finish. Bro. Let me finish. Let me finish. If you are taxed at 30%, but Trump. 
I, hey, I, seven, I agree I, with no, you. Me, can, I, can I finish? I'm just if saying Trump, I agree. If Trump, if, I know, but I'm just, I'm telling everybody. I just want to say this to everybody else who's listening. If you are taxed at 30%, and you, I'm, I, I don't know what your income is, but just for the sake of things, we're just going to go with something that's not above you know the you know the top percent so just say you are taxed at 30 percent at seventy thousand dollars but trump who is a billionaire pays 750 dollars even if that's you know not all of the taxes he's paid but if he finds a loophole where you know one of his multi-billion dollar corporations million dollar corporations only pay 750 dollars then that's a problem because guess what if you you said you don't mind that the guys at but, morehouse got their their let, let me let me that is a problem, but I'm all, saying I agree. But, but that that's it, a problem. Yeah, can't. Okay, so if so if you can if you don't hate on the guys who had a billionaire pay just more houses tuition and pays off all their student don't all their student debt. My bad. If you just taxed all of the billionaires at fifteen percent. College would be free for the country. But that's not the individual billionaire's issue. You see what I'm saying? So I'm well, looking Why at, is it my so individual issue? That, because why am I you, at no, listen, it's not yours. That's a government issue. They've set the tax bracket. You see what I'm saying? So so so, so listen, listen. So who has more who has more who, so look, who I gave, has more influence on the government? I, but the I, gave, I, gave, I gave you your time, bro. Just let me have mine. So you you yeah. asked me if I was taxed at that percentage, right? I understand the percentage that I'm taxed at, right? And the billionaires don't control the percentage that they're taxed at. And you're not going to get, do. and listen, you're not going to get people who are getting taxed low to say we want to be taxed higher. That's just not a reality. So, listen, if you have a billionaire that is paying less in taxes, but he is finding other ways to give back, I can respect that. Because like I said before, there are billionaires that don't give back at all. And all three of us agree at the beginning of this segment that it is individuals personal choice to give back so if i amass a billion about giving back but listen, let, 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 let me finish bro if i, I definitely if, want to blame if, if i if i amass a billion dollars i'm going to give however i see fit and i ain't gonna care that some people are upset with the fact that i got a billion dollars that point, ain't my issue but it ain't, my choice. It, ain't, it ain't my choice to be taxed at how I'm taxed. That's what I'm saying. And I'm still going to pay the taxes. If I was a billionaire, I'm going to pay it at the cheap billionaire loophole. That's, that's what I'm saying. Because guess who influences the politicians? The billionaires. Eric, this is definitely. And then they're not going to. I just want to blame They're you. not going to pay themselves to be charged more, bro. That doesn't make sense. AJ, like, be realistic. But we, we can't pay ourselves. We can't pay. We can't pay ourselves to be charged less. I know Eric, that. That's what I'm. But that's, what I'm <laughs> but that's my. But that's my point. My point is, you saying that if I'm a billionaire, I'm not saying I'm not, that. I'm not gonna... I said that I agree with you about the tax loophole, bro. I just said that I can respect a billionaire who decides to give because we said it's your personal choice to donate. But, but what I'm saying is, those billionaires who decide to give usually are doing it for a tax write off. And, and okay, but at least somebody's benefited. Like I said, if someone. Wrote off a t wanted to get their no, taxes wrote it, off for my it, student it, loan debt. Should I should I not take that? If, if, if I'm donating, if I'm donating a hundred million dollars, but it's only for the white kids who are in bro. The this most, is for, I, I brought up an that was for black to, people specifically, who, who are, which but, is why but, I did but that. But how many? But how many of us? I'm just see I'm that just shit. talking about that one that we know for a fact that touched black lives. So that's what, one. So what but are how you many saying? Else are there's out others, there? bro. Eric, that's Eric, this others. is all your fault. 
This is all How your many else are out there? There's others, bro. Listen, we can go all day with that because we can go. We, mm-hmm. we already deviated left on that one. But this is That's all Eric's fault. It was definitely a great question, Eric. This is all your fault, though. But um, we're gonna wrap it up because we definitely are almost short on time. Um, we got a, a little NFL question. We only got three jobs technically um, open right now. Yeah. We got Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We got Detroit now, mm-hmm. and we have Houston. We assume that the Jets' job will be open. We're assuming that the Jacksonville job, the Jaguars job, will be open. And we're hearing that possibly the Chargers job and possibly Chicago's job may be open. So with that list that I just gave y'all, and also for this, this would be a supporter question, I mean, question for the supporters as well. Which job would you take? So, if... <clears throat> If that Chargers job comes available, I'm taking that. Mm-hmm. I would because take that. Or he's... You, because you already have your quarterback, and you are still going to have a top ten pick. That's so what I said. Or if, so if, if 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 I'm if I'm a coach and that Chargers jobs come available, book my flight. We going to LA because yep. I don't care if we can't get no fans. Guess what? Uh, Sunshine, he gonna bring the fans. They got, they got he, some fans. He, he, he looked like what you want in a in a quarterback. You still got Magabosa over there. You got Derwin James, who who knows if he ever gonna be healthy. But once again, like I said, you gonna have a top tier pick. If we don't know if that job, one. Is, we don't know if that one is Magabosa. That's that's no no Magabosa no, Nick. no no Nick is Magabosa, but yeah. I mean we only we can't put that on Joey. Joey ain't I, doing I, Maybe Joey's just a little bit smarter and he shut the fuck up. But That's yeah. what I'm saying. We can't I put that on Joey. I'm just, I just want to correct I, you in that okay, point. So, okay, yeah. okay. So alleg- allegedly, so we don't get sued. What I will say is stay the fuck away from Houston. Hey, my magabosa. second pick is my second pick is Jacksonville. Because hmm. you're gonna get your quarterback. They Are have they, I mean I would go to Houston if, if I was a coach. Okay, explain why you would go to Houston. I want to hear that. Yeah, I was waiting for AJ to finish so you can elaborate on that. Because when you look at the other teams that you mentioned, first of all, I'm not going to Detroit, and I'm not going to the Jets. So if I do go to Houston, I I, I know I can work with Deshaun. I know I can work with him. And based off of their – well, they traded their picks away, so they ain't – I was about to say, so what else you going to work with? I, I mean, they got talent there to win. So it's like, I'm going to go there before I go somewhere that just got picks and no talent. You see what I'm saying? So you can go to Jacksonville because they got picks. Don't mean you're going to get a quarterback. We've seen okay. people so, with Sean, picks oh. try to get quarterbacks. So, Sean, let me, let, let, let me hit you with this. Really. You do got a good chance of winning division. That's a good point. No, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're going to take Houston. But what if... Trevor Lawrence comes in, and he's actually what we think Trevor Lawrence is gonna be. Mm-hmm. So you going in, you going into that division, Trevor Lawrence. So you saying you're not gonna be going to the same division as Mahomes? Trevor Lawrence and being what we think Trevor Lawrence is. Guess what? That's Mahomes level. And that's why I'm taking the Jets job at all these jobs. Because I ain't taking that. Oh, 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 I need to hear that. I need to hear that. Yeah, I ain't taking that. Okay, you want to hear? It? Let's go. 
They got number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. If Trevor Lawrence is who you think he is, that's one of them ones. He's one of them ones. Yeah, he's going to be out. So you have plenty of cap space, mm-hmm. and you have plenty of draft capital because you just trade off what you spent off what you traded away from Jamal Adams. You have draft capital, and you have cap space. It's, it's, if and you're it's a veteran, and it's a clean, and it's a clean slate. Now, and uh, if you're a veteran, if you're a veteran, you're going to go. These they are money hungry. This is the NFL. You since you spend some money, they're coming. Even with they go, if you have contenders want to pay for you, contenders don't pay. Some contenders do pay. Most contenders already got if, their team. If you're an elite free agent, they'll pay you. This team they'll pay you not, more. I ain't going to the Jets, man, to be commit to career suicide. It's not career suicide. This Ask is, Le'Veon. Like the, Jets, the Jets are not. Ask Le'Veon how the Jets worked out for him. But, because that was Adam Gates. Uh, that's right. Who's going to be there next year? Adam Gates is getting getting up out of it. And who's going to be there next year is what I'm saying. I'm like, out, now, of, out of the people who aren't coaches, who do we think is just going to come in and in the first year turn the Jets around out of all the dysfunction that they have? They're going to be better than Adam Gates. Probably, and now I'm not arguing that, but they're still oh, going to so, be okay, trash. Cool. So oh, that's upgrade. what I'm saying. I, oh, upgrade. Oh, oh, yeah, upgrade. Okay, upgrade, but you still might get fired. You see what I'm saying? Now, that that was my question. If you're an unproven coach, what would you do? Because you need to stay away from Detroit and the Jets. If you have not proven yourself in the league, you got to gotta I'm position getting, yourself to but win. The, the reason, but the reason why y'all picked the jobs that y'all picked because of the quarterback. Am I right or wrong? Am I right yeah. or wrong? No, no, listen. But I would have picked the Chargers first. I just said okay, I okay, also okay. would have took Houston. What I'm saying. So you picking? You okay? You picking the Chargers? Y'all picking Houston because of? Okay, okay, you pick Houston. You pick Houston because of Deshaun Watson. You pick Chargers because of Justin Herbert. Yeah, right no, and that's why. I, and that's I, why I, I'm going. With, I, I'm going I, with I, Herbert I, too. I pick. I that's pick, fine. That's all I'm I saying. Pick, yeah. I picked the Chargers because of Justin Herbert, their pick uh, mm-hmm. slot, and the money that they have left. What so money do they have left? Let, let's. I, I will update you in just a second, please, because I don't think they have a lot of cap cap space. Is you trying to play? I know the Jets got a lot of cap space, and I know they have a number one overall pick, and I know they have draft capital. Like you said, you went, you was high. You your next team was the Jaguars, and I'm trying to figure out why. I ain't that on mine. I'm it's talking like, to AJ. I'm talking, I ain't talking. I ain't talking okay, because but no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Pull tell up you, the cap space first. Pull up the cap space okay. first. But hold on, but, but why are you doing that? And you're picking the second fiddle of the quarterbacks. Who's the second fiddle? We don't know. Justin Fields, Trey Lance. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I'm getting the sure fire assumption, sure fire pick. Feel what I'm saying? So you say. I just said the assumption. I, I don't know. It's the same thing they said about Joe Burrow. Yeah. Same thing they say about everybody. Same thing they say about Kyler Murray. Same yeah. thing they say. Okay, they say Trevor Lawrence is one of the ones. I believe he's one of the ones. I'm getting the number one quarterback. And, and his, I have fast And here's what, we, and what they don't coach. tell you about the everything. ones. The ones need twos and threes. Okay. so They don't oh, tell they you that, it. though. <laughs> I hope they so, do. So, currently... As it presently stands, Jacksonville will have the most cap space. Mm-hmm. Jets will have the second most cap space, and the Chargers are at ninth with the most cap space. And see, the Chargers are, that's good. That's good. Then if they got their quarterback, they so you got your cap space. And I can work. They've with had that. injuries, and so mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm saying. So they've had injuries. So if you spend your cap space on offensive line, because offensive line is trash. Yo, internet, bro. I, 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 I did. Their offensive line is trash, and like I've said before, 
it was very it was very similar to the Bengals offensive line, but everyone wanted to focus on the Bengals instead of the Chargers as well. Mm-hmm. But you still have pieces. Like you said, you got Bosa, you got James, you got Ingram, you got uh linebackers that you signed, you got offensive piece, you got Keenan Allen, you got uh Wood um what's the the, you have a great uh, team. You have a great team have, in so place already. Not, if they're not so, not, so that's what I'm saying. So you're not injured. So if you can get healthy, have a top yeah. ten pick, and you top ten in cap space, I'm taking that's, that's, that. That's 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 pretty good. That's pretty. Yes, that's a pretty yes, good job, yeah. Yes, they did. So that's uh, my, so that's so that's, that's my a, point. That's and a, then, that's but I'm on, I'm on I'm on the fence. I'm on the, and I'm on the limb. Anthony Lynn shouldn't be fired. Period. And I don't think so. He shouldn't. I don't think so. He should not be fired, but you know it, it's what happens. We talked to Hugh Jackson before, yeah. Um, but what I will say he is Jacksonville currently, Jacksonville currently has the number one cap space allotted for next year. And That's I, why I say I would take that. I'm surprised by neither one of y'all either picked Chicago. I, I I like Chicago, but it's just I'm I I don't want to go to the NFC North, bro. I don't want to have to deal be coming be the new guy when the Vikings are. Even though they're having a bad season, I feel like they're going to be trending up next year. Uh, and I feel like, you know, Green Bay is Green Bay. So, I, me, I would just stay away from that division. I feel like, like Sean said, the re- Chargers, they, I feel like they have the most out of the top. Out of, between the Jets and I ain't going to Detroit. That just ain't happening. Um, but I feel like if Houston could win their division a lot easier than the Bears could. That's a tough division to win. Even with the Vikings playing like they playing here, you know the NFC North ain't no joke. That's grind them out football. Real quick, Sean, they did pay Joey Bosa already. He had a five-year $35 million extension. You was frozen. Oh, Oh, my fault. But my thing about Chicago, Chicago has a – they have defense – they have weapons. They need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. Yeah, and that's hard so to if get. You give me a, if I can find a quarterback, which is one of the hardest things to do, I yeah. get that. That's not and that's why I kind of stayed away because I don't want but, Mitch Vick. But that's my thing. If I'm taking a job and my whole, my only job, my only thing I have to worry about is just finding a quarterback, which is hard. I get that. But that's but my that's a, only thing. That's better than nothing. I, I feel I'm you. taking okay. that job. I like no, that. And, and I, I get you, can it? I mean, Hill, but mm-hmm. what I was saying is the reason why I'm picking the Chargers is because you already got that. No, I, I I, that, that, that. that is the best pick. We agree there. That's well, the I best pick. Y'all picked yeah. that team. Picked it, but y'all, okay. but once again, like Sean said, you can easily, like the division, the NFC South is like. The Titans. They're, they're, in that, they're, they're, not, they're in that division. But they're not losing. But, oh, I thought he was saying that they're going to lose their coach. I'm about to no, say what, that. Saying, what he's saying is yeah. that division is it's not Yeah, definitely. So you going to Houston it's with probably, no draft pick. But no, it's, it's probably easier one right now. It's easier. I feel like it's easier than the NFC North to win. I just feel like it is because those teams, they just start like Tennessee. Start, Tennessee ain't been – consistent they've been consistent this year but it's like have we seen them back-to-back years be consistent so it's like i ain't really that worried and i ain't sold on the coats like you put the coats in there i just ain't sold the coats can be beat I, bro i've literally watched philip rivers trick off 13 i'm sold on the coats and once again mm-hmm. you no know, things i'm not sold on them because ryan Tannehill, you know Last year we saw Ryan Tannehill. I like Tannehill though. No, let, me, let me finish. You, you saw Ryan Tannehill take them to new heights. Mm-hmm. Remember what I told you in the off season? Yeah, he you connected did. On, he connected on all those deep balls. 
those shits don't happen year over year. It's it's the intermediate to short routes that really give you a consistent outlook of what's going to happen. True. So he was getting all those over routes to AJ Brown. A lot of those they will still hit, but they not hitting on. But like he was literally protecting. He was number route. one in. He was number one in the league at those deep routes, and that's why they're not winning at the clip that they was winning. That, that is very true. But at least most quarterbacks, when they hit on those, and then when they don't hit, what do they do? They turn the ball over at a high rate. At least he's still taking care of the rock and leaning on the run game, which. I, I'm cool with Tannehill. I, I like I like Tannehill, um, and I do like Tennessee. I do think they're trending upward. Just like I, I guess he say FVO unruly. I guess that's how you would say that. <laughs> All these crazy names, but I, I I respect I respect the Titans. But the the Colts. If I'm Houston and I'm a new coach and I'm coming in and I'm trying to implement my thing, I ain't worried about the Colts. I respect them because they're in my division, but. I feel like I can I can be successful. And like I said, the reason why I'm not touching that Houston job is because you have nothing to work with. Yeah, you got Deshaun Watson, but you don't have the, you don't have no cap space and you have no picks that you can come They got in. David Johnson. Yeah. Y'all gonna sleep on David Johnson? <laughs> I, I will I will end this podcast right the fuck now. Like I will hang up. Hey bro, will, like episode hate, 88 I, I, will be no longer. I like, hate David Johnson more than anybody on the pod. So I don't even know why like, I said don't that. Bring, don't bring that shit up. And the fact that. <laughs> For Nuke, you got David Johnson. I couldn't believe DeAndre it. Hopkins, and you didn't get a second or a first round pick in the deal. You got to be. It's, it's matter of fact, I don't even gotta say nothing because it's it's that perfectly explains why his ass ain't got no yeah, motherfucking job. That's why he fired because he was the coach and the GM, and that's the GM you made the dumbest trade in NFL history. He I don't just care. Didn't like, many, he ain't like me personally. I don't, I don't care how many picks they sent for Herschel Walker. How many picks they sent for Ricky Williams? That was the dumbest trade in NFL motherfuckers. Hey, look, they ate off of Herschel Walker, so they got they they did good. Like they built the, That's what I'm saying they built the great the great wall of Dallas with that trade. But uh, that's what I'm saying. It's just like yeah, like all that other shit. Like it 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 worked. Yeah, this, this ain't shit didn't work. You, but this you should have known, like David Johnson for Nuke. That it never that never sounded good. And I wouldn't even care if David Johnson ran for fifteen hundred yards and twenty touchdowns. I still would have say that wasn't a good decision. You like at the end of the day, this shit that shit was the worst trade I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like when it came down, I was like, they did what? It definitely in modern history. And it um I guess it's equivalent to, you know, Mike Dicker. Trading everything for Ricky, and then Ricky getting out of there. Yeah, because I didn't like. Like I said, that like at least Ricky, he came, he went to he, the same. He was he was serviceable for a few years. Exactly. Yeah, he balled for a few years, so they got a little bit out of him. Like they didn't get any, they didn't get no nuke production out of David Johnson. Nuke is the number one receiver in the league. <laughs> Uh, but he always was, so it wasn't like you were getting rid of a bum. Like, if I was going to trade Nuke, I'm automatically going to tell your team, don't even call here unless you're offering an elite player and a number one to start negotiations. You need a first or a second round pick for the best receiver in the league. Bro, I need a first no matter what. I'm 
Listen, you can ask Hill. I don't when it comes to trades, I ain't budging. I'll just yeah. keep Nuke, bro. Like, what is it gonna hurt me to keep Nuke? You need playmakers. If you want Nuke, you're gonna have to pay me accordingly. I'm not Damn, just gonna yeah. give him to you for David Johnson. Like David, one, I would have gave you cash considerations to keep David Johnson. <laughs> but if Damn, you I would have took two first round picks, you could have kept David Johnson. I didn't need him in the trade. Fam, y'all seen me in fantasy because at the end of the day, I'm like, well, shit, it, it, if I feel like this is just going to be an even trade, why am I going to make the trade? Like, yeah, yeah. If, if I feel like because to me, a, a, an even trade makes teams better. Like it makes both teams better. Like you was lacking and I was lacking. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to trade you somebody and then I'll be lacking in somewhere else. Big lacking. I get production that's OK somewhere else. Like, nah, like, I fucking run around with Duke Johnson at running back if Duke, I got Nuke at I'm, wide receiver. Listen, Duke can produce at the same clip as he David. He can give me enough. He can give me I'm enough. Sorry. I'll take yeah. Duke because he can do his job. And I'll take Nuke, the number one person at his position. Like, it, it it makes no sense. I don't even know why we're still talking about this. What, I, what, I, what I'm never going to do again ever in life is defend David Johnson. I had already texted Kenny personally. If I ever draft <laughs> David Johnson ever again in fantasy, slap me. He has permission to slap me if I ever pick him up. So what you won't get is a vouch for me for David Johnson. That was one of the dumbest trades then, and it was the dumbest trades now. And the fact that some people tried to justify it and tried to make it feel better and that made that let me further know your football knowledge because they're right, still they're living off that one season. David no, Johnson no, no. had that one season where they just elevated him faster than anybody's ever been elevated in history, and they act like he's been playing to that level ever since. But like I said, we just a good little welcome back. We took a break for Thanksgiving. Want to mm-hmm. thank everybody that joined us tonight. Uh, this episode eighty-eight. You know, y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Once again, I want to thank everybody on the YouTube viewership. I want to thank everybody that tuned in live. You can catch the audio and the video playback soon as soon as we're done. Mm-hmm. And we'll see y'all next week. We out. Donate to HBCU while you're at it. Okay. This episode of Three Man Weave has been brought to you by Languinitas. <laughs> something, something for your summer. Get back to your community. Donate to an HBCU. Do something positive out here, man. You're not obligated to. We out. We out. Oh, man. No, it's crazy.
a league, girl, what you come looking for me? Racing like a derby, I put her in Kentucky I'm talking Louis, I get that girl flower, hella bucket Girl, I'm a ball, I ain't gon' lie, I put up hella buckets I ain't gon' lie, you want that fountain fucking No, I might Bentley trucking Is we loving the fucking, is we loving the fucking oh, yeah. yeah. Let's keep it private up. 